All right, welcome back. Just trying to get you an accurate reading on the air quality here. Um, According to IQ Air, Detroit is now ranked fourth in the world behind Toronto, Dubai, Chicago, uh, and just ahead of Minneapolis. Toronto, with the worst air quality in the world, at 185 is their air quality index number. Anything above 301 is considered hazardous. 151 to 200 is considered unhealthy. So everybody in the world, or at least the the the, the top six um, most polluted air in the world right now, are at are in that unhealthy category. So Toronto leads the way at 185, Dubai at 182, Chicago at 180, Detroit at 169, and Minneapolis at 167. Um which suggests that that number is going down, and that's a good thing. It seems to be, but I have a little bit of differing information here on right. my phone. I'm at 183 on the phone. If I look on airnow.gov. I've seen that one, too. Um, our current index is at 218. Wow, that's higher. So it's, that's it's significantly higher. So it's all over the board. Um, but, but it goes back to the question. I, I just am not impacted by this. Thankfully, some people may. Absolutely. Some people may be impacted seriously from it. But um, we are not. You know, we've got uh, Jake, my five-year-old, has got T-ball tonight. Um, We had it on Monday. It got canceled because of the rain. And then we got another game tonight. And um, I don't even know if they're going to have that. Oh, you think they could cancel? My my hunch is that they're going to cancel it. Really? Yeah. And actually, I should be getting a text here at about 3 o'clock. They were going to make the call. But... But I think the the message that we had gotten earlier was that it's it's your call. Like if you want your if you're okay with your kids coming out, bring them out. If you don't, obviously leave them at home. Would this air be tougher on kids? No, I think if you're again, if you've got if there's an extenuating circumstances, if you've got some sort of respiratory problem, if you've got if you've got an issue, right, right, then it would impact you. But no, I think for the most part, kids are are relatively okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that I, I don't I don't think that you'd necessarily want kids out there uh, for extended periods of time. But it is something that that I think parents are, are watching. And um, at the same time, I, I think, you know, for me, it doesn't really bother. It doesn't re- it doesn't really bother me if the kids are out there. And we have received word the PGA has a meteorologist at all of these big events. And that makes this sense. Rocket Mortgage Classic is a go. Okay, well, that's good. I'm going to try to get the meteorologist to come over and talk to us and okay. just give us a little bit of information. You know, what do yeah, they, they look at, at? Chris, yeah. right? Yeah, what do they look at? Just to see what they're thinking and whether there are any concerns at all. Well, and, you know, most of the time what they're looking at is storm cells. <laughs> right, not <laughs> what, bad air. <laughs> what they're looking at is, okay, do we have lightning strikes exactly. within a certain radius? Do we have, you know, then you're then you're worried about other things, including trees coming down or high winds or whatever. Um, but yeah, generally, they, I would imagine they probably don't look at the air quality very often. No, this it, is unusual or, for them. It, it might be part of their calculations, but it's not. I, I can't imagine it's something that they that they really look at. Um, in the meantime, uh, get you caught up on on some other things that are happening around the world, um, including the Ocean Gate wreckage that has now started to. Uh, make its way to the surface. Investigators with the U.S. Coast Guard have started to pull that wreckage 
uh, out from the bottom of the ocean. And uh, the good news is you're starting to to see big chunks of that submersible brought up. Um, the bad news is is it's in, it's in pieces. So they're going to have to, you know, almost like a, a jigsaw, try to reassemble this thing as best as they can, and then come up with a, a, a an ex, an explanation as to what happened. And that might be easier said than done, because you wonder how much of the the, the components of the submersible, what kind of damage they sustain, whether or not you're really going to be able to tell you. It's like in a in a plane crash, you've got a black box. And generally, those things are are indestructible. So you're able to pull that from a crash and understand what happened because of the mechanical components and the computer systems, and and it will basically lay it out what went wrong. Here, I don't think this technology is that advanced. I wonder. I wonder if it had anything on it that would provide some clues, Chris. I don't know. I'm really. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I hope to so. Watch. I do too. And and there were the questions of whether or not they were going to be able to recover bodies. And, um, you know, if you, in the wake of that, there have been so many other, uh, you know, videos that have come out trying to explain what a catastrophic implosion is and trying to show you what that looks like. And it's, you hear catastrophic implosion and you're thinking, oh my gosh, it just shatters. Like everything goes to, to pieces. It's not necessarily like that. It, from what I've read, from what I've seen, when you talk about the pressure down there, it's 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 almost like you take a a can of Coke or Pepsi or whatever, and you just smush it. Mm. It the, the the can is still there, but the integrity of it sure. is gone. It doesn't exist. Um, and so that's what what a lot of these pictures showed when they were bringing these these components up uh, and they were being put on a boat. Um, out in the uh, Canadian area of of Newfoundland, so well, it's a it's a terrible tragedy. But I think at this point, the family certainly would want answers, and I think everybody else wants answers too. Um, we are also seeing an aging population. We are seeing an older population, and and there are serious ramifications and ripples about what that could mean, especially for our economy, for our jobs. We've already seen jobs that aren't properly being filled. And I, I'm, I, I do am curious to know if, if how that number changes, when that number changes, why we are still at an elevated age level. And, and there is a, a whole other twist to this story in terms of, the uh, the aging workforce, particularly grandparents, there are companies out there that are considering giving grandparents uh, some sort of leave to watch after their grandkids. It's a very interesting story. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne joins us with that. Good afternoon, Marie. Hello, Chris. The census data is showing the population is getting older, and it's happening faster. In 1980, that number was 30. That was the median age of our uh, of our population. In the year 2000, it was 35. It now stands at 38.9 years, almost 39. 
the good news the population remains younger than that of europe where the median age is 44. the bottom line is we're getting older and having fewer kids this is the same trend we see in europe and asia where birth rates are dropping. So what impact is this having on business? Some companies are considering extending leave for grandparents. They're calling it grandternity. It's rare right now, but tech giant Cisco, consulting company Mercer, and hiring platform HireVue are among those who are now offering this thing called grandternity. It usually ranges from a day or two or a couple of weeks. In the U.S., employees 50 and up make more than a third of the workforce, so you can see why this is becoming more important. Some business see this as survival, keeping experienced staff on the job, while at the same time bringing on younger workers and getting their feet wet in their workforce. There are a few companies which now allow the grandchildren of workers to an uh, on-site daycare as a perk as well, Chris. So that's something new. Well, and, and I imagine if you're a grandparent, uh, you would probably welcome it. I imagine if you had the opportunity to spend some time with your grandkids, your grandson, granddaughter, you'd probably take advantage of it if that was something that businesses were offering. Absolutely. A lot of parents need their uh, parents around to help with the grandchildren after birth uh, for a short period mm-hmm. of time. So a lot of people are finding this a really, really helpful, helpful perk. I read one case where a mother had a lot of complications following birth and needed yeah. to have her mother and mother-in-law there to give some assistance. So this this is like not just a little perk, but it's important to a lot of families. Yeah, and especially if if, uh, potentially uh, daycare isn't an option for you or it's too expensive and you're trying to just just bridge as much of that gap as possible because, you know, there are some companies that will allow the mother to go on maternity leave and then the father would actually get paternity leave and they don't even have to take it after the baby was born. They have like a year that they can use it. So a lot of young families are going from maternity leave, father goes to work, continues to work, isn't home. And then when mom has to go back to work, dad stays off for his couple of weeks or whatever it is. And then maybe you even bridge that further with grandparents. I I, I think it would be a a help to families. I, I, I think that there are probably less businesses that would be willing and companies would be willing to offer that. Um, but it is an interesting. Well, but they're uh, going to be able to keep their they're going to be able to keep their workforce though at a time when workforce uh, issues are a real problem. So this might be a perk that they'll see as a way to keep their workers in place. No doubt about it. Uh, Marie Osborne, thank you very much. Got to take a break. More next here from Detroit Golf Club Live at the Rocket Mortgage Classic.